Good morning and welcome to the drive. I hope you guys are doing well. Continuing on in the book of Philippians actually and uh, looked at the first couple verses and I just want to continue on and look at verses 3 and 4 this morning. Um, I'm going to read it to you guys. Paul writes, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making a request for you all with joy. And first of all, the fact that as Paul was in prison, he remembered others, other believers in Philippi, the church, the Christians there, and prayed for them is pretty astounding to me. It's always a fact as I read the prison letters or prison epistles that I'm like, what did he do? (laughs) See, Paul wasn't sitting there dwelling on his circumstances, worried, afraid, anxious. What he was doing, he was praying for other believers outside of the prison walls praying for others faith praying for others to be used by God praying for others to spread the gospel praying for others to walk in their calling he remembered others as he was in a dark Roman dungeon underground And that astounds me. I think about the power of intercession and the power of praying for others who you know, who you love, who are walking with the Lord also but may have some struggles or may be doing well and you want them to continue on in the faith because we are called to build one another up. And so he remembered them. You know, actually this morning, my wife and I, for some reason, she, you know, uh, I don't know if, I don't know why, but maybe there was a noise or something, but we both woke up at 3 a.m. And uh, we woke up. I didn't know if she was awake or not. Um, I kind of turned in the bed to look at her to see if she was awake to kind of test it. But she looked like she was asleep. But then there was like a little movement. So I said, are you awake? (laughs) And she said, yeah. Uh, I'm just praying for things and for people. And it was just awesome. And uh, I was, it's funny because I was sitting there praying for different, uh, you know, future church events, vision, ta- ta- you know, different thing, tasks, church, th- church work, you know, and, and different. And so we were both praying separately awake at 3 a.m., not knowing it, you know, until I asked her, are, are you awake? And, and that's the thing, prayer, prayer is powerful, like to think of someone or something that God is doing or someone that's in your life that, God brings those people or those events or those situations to your mind, not so you'll stress out, I believe, but so that you'll pray for them. They must need prayer at that very moment at 3 a.m. from Alabama in the Deep South, from Mobile. (laughs) They must need prayer. So Paul remembered these guys he prayed for these guys and it's a beautiful picture it's a beautiful picture because Paul remembered other fellow believers I'll never forget you know when when Gail Irwin Pastor Gail Irwin wrote Jesus style uh, again his whole campaign was to get the message out to put others first Obviously, put God first, put others next, okay? So, 
he made these big bumper stickers that said others the background was white and the in bold black letters that said others and i i was at this pastor's conference or this pastor's summit which is 30 you know deep south uh pastors from the region and i had my bible there my travel bible basically i take on mission trips and stuff and i opened it and it was like others <laughs> and just looking at that word reminds me that we are to put god first love god with all of who we are and love your neighbor as yourself and so seriously one word can bring to remembrance the importance praying for people of lifting them up so paul he remembered them and he prayed for them man again if someone comes to your mind pray for them because if you come you know if you're basically on the mind of someone else another fellow believer you hope they're praying for them you know recently this this last week i uh a friend of mine from church just basically said man i when i need to prayer most i really like I don't know how to describe it. He said, like, I really felt like you guys were praying for me. And later he found out we were praying at that exact moment for him. And he was just kind of, like, blown away. I was like, I, he's like, I knew it. I, I felt you guys' prayers and the situation because of the prayers. Things went smooth. The conversation went well. The situation was good. And I was like, wow, that's just the power of prayer. Man, may we never undervalue the value. <laughs> never undervalue the value. The importance, the criticalness, if that's a word, of prayer. It's not just, a, oh, I get it over with. Oh, yeah, I want to eat this meal, so pray really quick. Or, yeah, I want to pray for you just because it's awkward. No, prayer is essential. It's powerful. It's life-changing. It's, it's heart-growing. It's, uh, there's so many benefits to prayer. Not to mention, we're commanded to pray. It's not not an option, you know that? Like, it's not like, ah, pray if you feel like it. If not, whatever. We're commanded to pray all throughout the Word of God. But I love what Paul wrote as well. You know, he said, you know, I remembered you, I prayed for you, and I did it with what? With joy. Sure, I, I admit, like, prayer is not easy. Sometimes it's laborious. Sometimes it's hard work. But that doesn't discount the fact that we can actually do it with joy. Because, think about it, guys. You're literally talking to the living God. I mean, how amazing is that? <laughs> that, that astounds me. Just the simple fact that as you're praying, you're talking to God and He's listening. I just... I don't know, to me that's, it, it is out of this world because it's, you know, spiritual, right? But it's just amazing. We can have a heart of joy as we pray for others. And, you know, Paul had a heart of joy because he was praying for those who were faithful, who loved the Lord Jesus, who were doing the things that God called them to do. And so he prayed with them with joy. When, when you think about others who you know who are doing what God's called them to do, it should bring you joy, not jealousy. You know, when it came to the religious leaders, they would look at Jesus and the impact he was having, and they weren't joyful. They didn't pray for him. I think maybe they prayed against him, but they didn't pray for him. They didn't have joy. They were jealous. 
And that's the thing. Jealousy crowds out joy. Bitterness crowds out joy. Hate crowds out joy. There's so many things that crowd out joy, but when you think of those who you love, who you're for, who you want to see make an impact eternally, you're going to pray for them. So much joy. Like, Lord, continue, Lord, may they continue on. May they give, be given the strength, the wisdom, all that they need in order to continue on in their calling. Lord, you're using them greatly. Continue to use them, we pray. You know, it's like, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, again, these two verses, man, as, as Paul is uh, wrote this letter from prison, he's telling these guys, he's praying for them, encouraging them, lifting them up. How amazing is it? Don't let your circumstances dictate your attitude. Let Jesus dictate your attitude, which means joy, rest, peace. It's awesome. God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day, and I am praying for you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.